The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. All right, we have an in-person guest this week. I'm joined by my roommate and friend, Madeline. She is a fellow dental student, but she's a second year. So we're going to talk a little bit about her dental school experience and how Michigan's dental school curriculum and everything is kind of progressing all the time because I share a lot of my experience over the years, but if you were to start now at Michigan, your experience wouldn't be the same as mine was. So that's kind of why I wanted to bring Madeline here. So Madeline, before we talk about your dental school experience, for the pre-dental people listening, what are a couple tips that you would give someone for getting into dental school? Yeah, that's a great question. So again, hi everyone. Like Haley said, I'm also um, at Michigan. I'm a second year student. Super excited to be here today to give you guys some tips. Um, So some tips that I have for you guys, just no matter what school you're trying to go to, number one is just do stuff that you love doing no matter where you are in your life, whether you're an undergrad or you're in a gap year or you're still trying to figure out what you want to do. Just stick to stuff that you're truly passionate about because that's what I did in undergrad and I feel like that really helped me to keep doing those things and stay motivated with that. And then a second tip that I would have is to really try to find a good work-life balance while you're in school or gap year again, whatever you're doing right now, because it only gets crazier in dental school and beyond. So the better that you can kind of find that balance between working hard, but also like playing hard and having fun knowing when you can take a break from your classes, from work, and that stuff so you can just enjoy yourself and hang out with your friends or do anything that you think is fun and enjoyable. I would say that's also super important before you go to dental school, just figuring that balance out. I love both of those, and that's something I talk about a lot with you, too, in real life here. So jumping back to last year, your first year of dental school, what was that adjustment like, like the first month or first set of exams last summer? Yeah, so our first semester in dental school, it's lighter than usual because we're not in sim lab yet, which is when you start drilling. So we were just in classes, but it was still an adjustment for sure, um, just with getting used to more lectures and more frequent exams. But I feel like I got into a good routine and that semester really helped the adjustment because I was just able to focus on exams. Honestly, the hardest part for me when I started school, I'd say, was like the social part because I I went to Michigan State University for undergrad like Haley did actually. So and I was in marching band there. So I had like a huge community of friends and just loved it there. And coming to Michigan, it felt like kind of starting college all over again. But this time, I just kind of had a hard time finding like where I fit in. And what I have to say to that is just be yourself and don't worry. Like even if you don't know where you fit in yet, like you will find people that you can hang out with and that you can trust and get through this process together with because it's so hard to do this alone. But Yeah, that part was really tough for me last year. I think that honestly was the hardest thing to adjust to was just like finding people because definitely felt a little bit lonely, but now I feel a lot better and I've made a lot of friends just in school and like in other groups and clubs and stuff. So 
yeah, if you can just try to go out, be social, like go to social events, even if you're not feeling like it because you never know who you'll meet and just click with. And don't worry if like stuff doesn't happen because sometimes you think like, oh, I should like already have friends at this point and why don't I have like a group while other people in my class do, but don't worry about that because everything will kind of work out. And like I said, if you're just true to yourself and follow your interests and stuff, you'll find people that fit right in with that. Another great set of advice. I love that. So you talked about a little bit like the academic transition and then you talked about how getting involved kind of helped you meet people that you got along with and clicked with. So what are the, some of the things that you've been involved in dental school beyond just taking classes and everything? Yeah, that's a great question. So first and foremost, I joined a few clubs in dental school. Um, my favorite one being ASDA, which is American Student Dental Association. I'm sure Haley's talked about that quite a bit on here, but that's a great group to be a part of. Um, lots of people at my school are part of that group. And one of my favorite parts about that is just the social events because you'll get to obviously like meet dentists and dental vendors and people in the field that can really help you, but also just getting to talk to your classmates too. And that was another great way for me to meet people. Um, so as then, then just a few other groups that I've been in have been awesome, like meeting people. And then I've also kind of been involved in some church stuff outside of classes as well. Um, there's kind of like a campus ministry thing for undergraduate students usually, but graduate students can go too. So I kind of go to that sometimes during the school year when it's happening. Um, so that's a lot of fun too to go to and just to meet more people. And then also just my roommates too, like Haley right here next to me. She's one of my best friends and my other roommates are also just some of my best friends too. So living with people is another great way to just have kind of those friends Hopefully, if you guys get along, um, assuming everything is good there, that can be another great way to just have people there with you, supporting you through everything. Um, so yeah, those are just a few things. And then I'm still kind of connected to my friends at Michigan State too. So sometimes I'll go over and hang out with them. Or like this week, I plan on going to the football game that we have against Central Michigan and going to visit some of my friends and band. So that's kind of fun too to get to go do that. Yeah, Madeline does a great job of keeping her connections that she had before dental school now as well. I think that's really awesome to do if you're not moving for school too far away. Trying to make an effort to keep up those relationships as much as you can can kind of keep you grounded and like remind you that there's more to life outside of dental school, whether that's friends or family from outside the dental school circle is nice to keep in touch with. So another thing I wanted to talk about, you obviously do a lot of things and you're keeping up with your studies and pre-clinic and everything. So how do you like to handle your workload and stay organized? Yeah, so my biggest thing that I like to do is first I like to have a calendar with everything. I think that's just so helpful um, just to stay organized day to day for classes, assignments you have, um, exams other stuff outside of school, like clubs, exercising, like that kind of stuff. Um, so I use my calendar like every single day. It's so helpful. And then I also like to write assignments and lectures down in my planner just to kind of go on a day-to-day -day basis because my calendar gives me more of like a big picture idea. 
And then my planner, I use that just to go day by day and kind of just tackle stuff one day at a time, which is really helpful. And that's another tip I have. If you're ever feeling overwhelmed, just about all the stuff you have on your plate, if you just take it day by day and just start with one thing that you can cross off, that will help you so much and just help lead you that next thing and next thing. And then next thing you know, you'll be done with everything. So calendar planner. And then I also like to create a list of all my assignments too that I have throughout the semester. I usually use a Google spreadsheet kind of thing. And then I'll list the class name, the assignment, and then when it's due. And then I just kind of like organize it that way. And then there's like a way you can sort your um, Excel columns on Google. And then that way it'll like order it in the order of like when the due dates are. So earliest to latest. And that really helps me also keeping track of everything throughout the semester because stuff gets really busy fast. So that and then we also have a class secretary, which is super cool. I don't know how many other schools have that position, but basically our secretary makes a calendar for us as well. So for people that don't really like doing that kind of stuff, they have the resources that the secretary provides. So if you have something like that at your school, um, definitely take advantage of that because your secretary can help you out a lot with staying on top of things too. I just do that my stuff on my own because I like knowing for myself what I have to do. So it's just like a personal preference sort of thing. But yeah, that's what I would say my main tips are for organization. Do you ever feel, I mean, I know we all feel it, but so let's say you have, you're in the middle of finals or midterms and there's just a lot going on and you didn't like get everything done that you had on your to-do list that day. How do you work through that? How do you not get discouraged? Yeah, no, I definitely can answer that because definitely do not finish everything. I definitely don't finish everything I have to day to day, but, um, I should rephrase that. So it depends on if it's like a must have done for the next day versus something that I can just kind of put on the back burner for the rest of the week. So if it's something that I absolutely have to have done by a certain day, hopefully I will have had it done like either the day before or a couple days in advance because I don't like having stuff like last minute. But it's kind of hard with midterms and finals if you have a lot of stuff kind of piling up and in the way it's kind of harder to work ahead because you just have so much stuff that you have to focus on like one by one. So it's totally fine if you don't get all that stuff done in one day, unless like, obviously if you need it done for the next day, definitely prioritize that and then keep those things that can wait maybe for tomorrow or a few days later. And then in terms of exams and stuff, especially for midterms and finals, like I was saying, when you have a lot of those at once, Honestly, it's kind of hard not to take it day by day. So if I have like two exams one day, one the next day, and like one the following day, let's say I'll focus on the the two exams I have coming up and then probably wait until those two are over to start studying for the next one. So sometimes you kind of have to do that because your brain just cannot handle so much at once. And that's totally fine. And sometimes I think even that pressure of time like helps me to be more efficient too. So kind of let that be a motivator too. So if you're ever feeling like overwhelmed or stressed about procrastinating, sometimes it can actually really help you to crank it out and get it done if you know you only have so much time. So rather than like letting that make you feel defeated, let it 
kind of like pick you up and energize you and say, okay, I'm going to get this done because I know that I have to have this assignment done or I know that I have to study because my exam is tomorrow. So I'm going to use this time and really focus in and get this out, like cranked out because I know I'll be done with this by tomorrow. So that's another way I like to look at it too. So another thing I wanted to ask, we're kind of talking about studying and the workload. How is your study habits or the workload of dental school different than what you experienced in undergrad? That's a great question. So dental school is definitely a lot more class load than I was used to ever in undergrad because you're probably used to taking maybe four or five classes at once, maybe six at a time, but not usually more than that. But in dental school, we're usually in usually at least 10, maybe 11 or 12 at a time. But I will say that I was really busy with extracurricular stuff back in undergrad. And honestly, it kind of felt similar with busyness stuff, like and how much time I had to spend um, doing stuff day to day because I did marching band back in undergrad, which we rehearsed every day for that. So that kept me really busy. Um, So I was kind of already used to being really busy in undergrad. But yes, the class load is definitely different in dental school. But one thing that is kind of different about dental school classes, at least what I've experienced so far, is that our exams here have usually been mostly multiple choice. Whereas in undergrad, you probably have had classes that have like short answer exams or exams that you have to problem solve and actually write out all of that work that you're doing. Or maybe you're in a different class where you have to do like essay questions for exams or you have to do like actual essay assignments or write papers, research papers, stuff for labs, whatnot. So we don't really do that much stuff or stuff like that in dental school, which I think that stuff kind of took a lot of time sometimes to do. So here it's mostly just like multiple choice stuff, which is kind of nice sometimes because that can cut back on the study time a little bit. Um, But yeah, it it was definitely a lot um, to kind of get adjusted to, but you will get adjusted because I'm starting my let's see how many semesters we're in now, fifth semester now, I think. So yeah, yeah, now I'm just kind of used to it and you kind of just figure out what works for you because everyone is different, but kind of try to figure out what works for you in undergrad. Uh, But at the same time, I know I had to adjust some of my studying habits and ways because there's just so much material in dental school that you don't always have time to make like a full Quizlet for stuff or maybe type notes for everything like you could back in undergrad. And it's nice if you can do that and find the time, but sometimes you just want to cut back and be more efficient with studying. So you'll kind of just figure out what works for you. And sometimes you can keep what you're doing now or you can modify it. So it's really up to you. You'll be able to figure it out um, once you get to school, but you will be able to handle it. That's another thing is everyone gets through it somehow and you would not get into dental school if you could, if they didn't believe that you could handle it. So if you're here, know that they believe in you and you will get through it. Um, even if it does seem like a lot at first, there's always this motto that I've heard that's kind of like drinking from a fire hose of all the information you get, which is super true because you get a lot thrown at you. And I don't think there's any possible way that you can completely understand and remember every little single little thing that you remember or that you're supposed to learn. But as long as you can kind of understand the big picture 
and the get the big idea. That's really what's important when you're in dental school. Yeah, I totally agree. And as you go throughout dental school, you're going to take multiple levels of the same topic, especially once you get into dental specific classes. So you're going to hear something that might have taken two or three lectures to teach you. And it's a very important concept. And then it's going to come up again every single level of that course, second year, third year, and fourth year. And by third and fourth year, it's just a slide and it's basic information and very foundational to you. So it might seem like a lot at once, but that's why it's school and it's advancing curriculum as you go through. And you really do, I think, make such big strides in your understanding from being a pre-dental through your first semester of dental school. I feel like you learn a new language and you can understand dental terminology and anatomy so much better. And then once you get up into clinic and are spending more time assisting and get closer to finishing your pre-clinic classes, you have another such deeper understanding of dentistry. And then once you get through your first year in clinic, your understanding is so much deeper. So it really is kind of a natural progression. And exactly like you said, everyone gets through all of those adjustment periods one way or another. And everyone's way of doing it's probably going to be a little different. So when you were in undergrad, is your dental school experience what you pictured it to be? Because I know for me, it's probably not. And that's not to say that it's bad now. I think I just didn't, I thought things would be this like 180 from undergrad somehow. And it would be like just so much work that you had no time to like exist other than as studying and you would be with people studying 24-7 and you'd just like live and breathe at the library and at school and like barely sleep and that would be life. But I don't, that's not how my experience was. So I'm curious what you thought it was going to be like and how it has kind of been similar or different. Yeah, I definitely thought the same thing. I was really scared actually. Um, Like once I got accepted and stuff, like those months leading up to dental school, I was so scared So that is totally fine if you're feeling that way. And I think part of the reason I felt that way and maybe you might feel that way is because we anticipate and like try to picture in our minds like what it's going to be like. Just like Haley was saying, like I thought it was going to be no life, all school, like always stressed out. And that's not to say dental school definitely is stressful. And I think that means that you care if you're feeling stressed and you're feeling like, man, I like want to do really well in this thing and I really care about this and I want to know this the best that I can, that's a really good thing because that means you're motivated and you want to be an amazing dentist, dental hygienist, whatever you're in school for. But at the same time, you have to block stuff out. And luckily, I think dental school was kind of not exactly what I was expecting in a good way for that reason because now that I've been in school for a year and a semester now, I would definitely say that I have time to do stuff that I love outside of school and it's not all school all the time and I'm also very intentional with blocking time out to not do school because I think if you don't do that it can be really easy to just do school all the time. Um, Usually every week I like to try to take at least one day where I'm not touching anything, no studying, no looking at anything, no watching lectures because That just gives me a break from it and a time to just turn my brain off, not focus on that stuff because it is a marathon. I know for us at Michigan, 
we go all year round. So if you don't make time for yourself to take a break, it's going to catch up because it's just really hard to keep focusing on school. And that's awesome if you can just keep going and not need as many of those breaks. But I would definitely say at least do something fun every week. Um, and there's definitely time for it. So if you're scared that you don't have time for that once you get here, I feel like I've definitely had time to do those fun things still and keep in touch with my friends. Um, I have a relationship too, so I've been able to like stay in my relationship as well. So it definitely went against those expectations in a good way. But at the same time, it did kind of align with my expectations and just like the stress and all the exams because there are definitely stressful moments in dental school. Um, So another thing that might be helpful about the schedule is it's not always super busy. There might be some weeks where you don't have any exams or some weeks where you have three exams and a practical. So it also kind of depends on what week you're in in school because it looks different depending on what season of the semester that you're in and what part of it. So that can also be helpful too. I remember someone told me that before I came into school and that really helped me feel a little bit less stressed too to know that there's definitely time for rest in between all of the hard work. Mm-hmm. And I know for both of us, Michigan was our first choice dental school. What was maybe the top couple things that made you want to go here for dental school? So the first, I'm not going to lie, was the price because dental school is super expensive and price prices are crazy. So definitely try to find something that's affordable for you if that's something that you really value. So that for me was definitely number one. And number two, I just like the idea of staying in Michigan because I actually am from Michigan. So my family is only about two hours away, which is really nice because I knew that I wanted to stay close by to my family after undergrad because I realized when I went to Michigan State, I was only an hour away from home at Michigan State. I really realized like how awesome that was for me and I really loved being able to just go home if I wanted to for a weekend. So think about that too. If that's something you care about, like the location of your family, how far away would you be okay being from friends and family? Um, And same thing with the location. Do you like the city that you'd be ending up in? So we're in Ann Arbor at Michigan here and Ann Arbor is an awesome city. So that's another huge thing. Like even though you do want to be paying attention to the school, pay attention to where you're actually going to be. Is there stuff that you would see yourself enjoying doing around that area, like restaurants, like exercise stuff, all that kind of stuff. Try to factor that into if that's something that means a lot to you. So yeah, number two is location. And then number three, I just really liked the atmosphere that I got about the school when I interviewed. So really pay attention to kind of how the school feels to you in the interview process. Because Michigan was already kind of my number one choice even before getting an interview here. But I really paid attention to just how I felt during the whole process and I just really liked the culture that was here at Michigan and just everything they talked about in their presentation. So yeah, just pay attention to the school too. I like to think of it as when you're interviewing with the school, they're interviewing you, yes, but you have to interview the school as well and see if it's a good fit for you. So Whatever that means for you for dental school, whether it's like certain clinical experience or um, community outreach experience or how early you're going to get like simulation lab experience or up in the clinics, 
try to factor all that stuff into so that you can really make a well-informed decision about what all you'll be getting with whatever school that you decide to attend. And next, I want to talk to you about getting that like hands-on experience and preclinical versus sim lab and like how D1 and D2 are different. So I guess before we talk about the specific like preclinical activities you've done and hands-on things you've done, just overview, how is D1 different than D2? So D1 was a lot of science-heavy, kind of dental-related, but not as dental-related classes, I'd say. And we still did like sim lab, which is where you start drilling and learning that, but it was a lot of kind of classes that you would think you'd take in undergrad, like biology, infection and immunity was one we had. I'm trying to think of other classes we had, like genetics. So it's a lot of stuff that you might expect to take in undergrad, just kind of review that. But it was kind of dental focused as well, which was kind of nice to keep it relevant. But it felt really busy. I think it was just because D1 year is really like your first time being a dental student and you just have to figure out what works for you. So it was a kind of a busy and stressful time as a D1 student, but now I feel like as a D2, I've grown a lot and I, I feel like I can manage my stress better, manage my classes well without feeling stressed or as stressed, I should say, as last year. So it's kind of a, yeah, a little bit of insight into D1. So can you walk me through some of the different rotations that you guys have now in D2 in terms of like clinical experience? Yeah, so we get to do a lot of fun stuff. So um, one rotation that was super helpful was radiology. So super exciting this summer, uh, this past summer, we got to start taking x-rays on real patients up in the clinic. That was super fun because that was kind of our very first um Well, if you're not counting classmates, um, on real patients, our first kind of clinical experience, you could say. Um, So that was a lot of fun. We have to keep doing that over this year. So I think that'll just make me a lot more comfortable with working with patients in general. We also got to take impressions on each other as classmates, which was super fun too. Impressions are just taken to make a lot of different stuff. It's basically like a model of your teeth that you take of someone else to use that to make a lot of different kind of stuff. So that was a good skill to practice too. And then we also got to practice cleanings on each other on classmates again. So that was also really helpful. Just kind of getting the basics down of that. I'm trying to think what other stuff we did. We also did, um, we call it stab lab, but Mm -hmm. anesthesia, that was a lot of fun. So just learning the basics of how to do anesthesia, where you want to inject the needle and everything and what you're looking for there based on what area of the mouth you're trying to treat. Um, So that was a lot of fun. We're doing another rotation of that this fall, actually. And then we also got experience with learning how to take blood pressure patients, like blood glucose, if they're a diabetic, kind of stuff like that, which is also really important depending on health conditions of your patients. So yeah, we got to do a lot of cool stuff this summer and then we're going to continue that this fall too. And when did your class start assisting third and fourth years up in the clinic? So we started D1 summer. I, I'm i trying to think. I'm pretty sure it was D1 summer or D1 fall at the latest. But yeah, we got up there really early. I'm pretty sure it was the summer because I remember mm-hmm. a D4 kind of giving us the ropes, but yeah. So awesome that you're already up there because 
It's a great opportunity to not only see a bunch of procedures that you'll be doing and learning from faculty, from the third and fourth years doing the stuff, but just figuring out where all of the supplies are in your clinic and also just learning how to talk to patients because that's a huge skill in dentistry that I think sometimes we forget about and people just don't even realize, but being able to talk to people and explain stuff to them and make them feel comfortable when they're in the chair is such an important part of dentistry. So I think that's been an awesome part of assisting is because I've gotten so much more comfortable with talking to patients and learning as much as I can so that someday when I'm the one providing treatment, that'll it'll just be that much less stressful to do that with all these basics kind of down now. And coming up in the fall, you're going to get to work on patients for the first time. I think this semester you'll do cleanings on non-classmates, actual patients for the first time. And then I know next semester you're allowed to start doing basic fillings. Yeah. So that's exciting. (laughs) Yeah, that's so exciting. Actually, Haley is the fourth year that I'll be with, which is crazy coincidence because we're kind of just randomly paired up Mm -hmm. um, in school, I think is how it works. But so yeah, I'll be doing my first cleaning on a real patient with her next to me, walking me through it. So yeah, that'll be this fall. And then, like you said, next semester, I think we're going to be doing fillings and yeah, more of that stuff. Which is nice because for us, we didn't work on a patient at all till like first day of clinic, third year. And that could have been a cleaning, could have been an exam, could have been a filling, could have been a crown, dentures, could have been anything. So at least all of your class will start in clinic having done a few cleanings and hopefully a filling or two. And I think that'll give you a lot more like comfortable, confident feeling. And of course, you'll still have assistants and faculty mentors and everything. But doing it guided by a fourth year during your second year is going to be really helpful, I think. Yeah, I agree. So you're going to start clinic in third year and it's going to be here before you know it. It flies by. What would you say you're most excited about for starting clinic next year? I'm just excited about getting to do procedures just that we've been learning about for so long and not only getting to do those, but just seeing how they can change someone's life because especially with stuff like dentures, like you can see someone that couldn't eat before, they couldn't talk or smile and then you fix this thing or you give them dentures or give them a filling and they just gain this like confidence and sense of like, I don't know, just the sense of pride about themselves that you didn't see before. And it is the coolest thing ever to be able to do that for people. So I'm really excited to see what I can do and how I can impact people's lives just with the treatment that I give. So that and just also just learning as much as I can because dentistry is just always, it's a never ending cycle of learning more information. So I love just all the stuff that I get to learn. I'm like a sponge up in clinic. Like that sounds so cheesy, but It's so true because you'll learn so much stuff from faculty and just from everyone you're observing. So excited to keep learning and getting to get more confident with stuff too. I think that will also be exciting. Yeah, I mean, literally my patient today straight up said word for word, like you gave me my confidence back. I couldn't smile because I hated the way this tooth looked and you fixed that. Like I can't wait to go out and smile and laugh. I was covering my mouth before. Like that happens a lot. So it's really cool. Yeah, something to look forward to for sure. So wrapping up, I guess first, if people have any specific questions about things that you said or want advice from you, can they reach out to you somehow, whether it be like Instagram or email? What would you prefer? 
Yeah, so a great way to reach out to me, I would say, is my email, just because I check that pretty often. So if you want to write this down, I'll try to say it slowly, but it's M M S H A N K at umich.edu. And I can also... Yeah, I I can put it in the description or something. Thank you. Yeah, so that's a great way to reach me if you have any questions. You're more than welcome to reach out to me, so... Awesome. Thank you so much, Madeline. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Haley.